for club and you ain't in it full of psychopaths who believe in eugenics it's an evil club and you ain't in it full of psychopaths who believe in eugenics it's an evil club and you ain't in it yep there you go all right all right welcome everybody this is the realities ours podcast and we've taken over jose's channel for the day uh we're your hosts tonight nate and tony oh and jose uh i'm stoked to talk to you dude you're yeah. the whitest Jose I know. <laughs> it's because it's all made up. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I have no problem. I always tell everyone it's a pseudonym. I, it's made up. It's I am not the least bit Hispanic. I just I don't know. I thought it was a funny name. Um, I'm not gonna dox myself. If you knew my name, you'd understand why this name is funny. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but that's smart to use a pseudonym. Yeah. We didn't. I <laughs> no. really am Nate. So and he really is Tony. So. Whatever, yeah. I'll be the I'll be the spick for the both of us. So. <laughs> yeah, that works. Yeah, no, I uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it's nice to have like a shred of anonymity, but it's like if anyone really ever wanted to put in even a smidgen of work, they could figure out who I really am. So whatever. <laughs> That'll keep away ninety nine percent of people. Hmm? That'll keep away most people. Yeah. Well, unless yeah. you really piss someone off. Ninety nine percent of people will never fucking hear this. Ever fucking like. Or give a fuck what I have to say. So I'm not yeah. super worried about it, except that like all of my fucking bosses are friends with me on social media. So I have like, I'm the loudest person in a private group and the quietest fucking person posting like cat videos on my fucking, you know, <laughs> my normie shit. Yeah. Sometimes it's a little hard separating like this life and that life. Cause you're like, some people are like, I don't know if I want my aunt to see this video or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I haven't had to too much issues with that. My mom said she's watched a few episodes, which I really makes me feel weird. I'm like, I don't like you watching my show, mom. <laughs> but I yeah, mean, dude, okay. random people that I, yeah, in my life are like, hey, I heard your podcast. I didn't fucking tell you about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really weird. You listen to that, and I don't think I. It's like you've seen me naked or something. I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't think about people watching you while you talk. Because yeah. it's a really weird thing to do, too. We're just talking, having a conversation, then people... And I listen to podcasts, too, so I don't understand. Like, I'm on both ends of it, but yeah, just listening to people, and somehow that's entertaining. <laughs> yeah, but, it really is just conversations. And that's actually seems to be our the listeners, best man, Go ahead, sir. For our listeners, do you want to tell us uh, a little bit about yourself? You know we're on your goddamn channel. Yeah, uh, I have the No Way Jose channel. I also do Tower Power Hour. Those are two very different things. Uh, no Way Jose is my channel that you're, I mean, if you're on the live stream, you're on it right now. Uh, but yeah, this is just, I mean, I kind of just like to cover topics I like to cover, which usually is like uh, anarchist theory, stuff like that. Like I do an anarchist, uh, like the anarchist handbook, that series, uh, that book. I've been doing uh, a series on it where I've been doing like a podcast for every chapter. And that's, uh, that's fucking cool, really man. Good. Yeah, my wife I don't know just if you've bought seen me that. Yeah. yeah, no, it's really great. I mean, I've read most of them because it has been cool doing episodes on it because I like really get familiar with the material. Like, I'll read like any one of these essays like three, four, five times before I'll actually do an episode on it. I'm getting ready to do the uh, David Friedman chapter with uh, fucking uh, Kaufman here soon. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Yeah, so. Yeah, and the Dave Smith one was the one that was obviously the best received where we covered Anatomy of State. But it's that's been really fun. My probably one of my favorite ones was a Sterner one I did with Magnus. I don't know if you guys are familiar with all these thinkers, but yeah. I haven't heard that one. I'm just starting to read it now. So Sterner's yeah. fucking interesting, man. Yes. We we talked a little Sterner actually with Magnus. What was that last week? Yeah. Oh, we did? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 I've had him on talk uh Sterner, and we've been on a couple episodes together, but it, it's definitely fun. Sterner is a really cool, like 
ideology that like undergirds other ideologies. It's it's really interesting. You can go on a whole deep tangent on that. But. Dude, I mean, I fucking find it fascinating because I almost yeah. see Sterner as like, I almost see him as the embodiment. Like he's the figurehead of post-libertarianism in a lot of ways, like where he's just kind of like, Kinda, yes, yeah. he's, he's almost a fucking libertarian in a lot of ways. He's almost an ANCAP really. But then he's kind of like, uh, he's more realistic and he's like, well, the non-aggression principle, not that that was even a thing back then, but he's mm-hmm. kind of like, fuck you. I have a gun. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's, it's almost like a disregarding of the non-aggression principle. So they're, they're fucking close to ANCAPs. Yeah. Like the whole, uh, what do you, what did the fuck do they call themselves? Uh, that? uh, that school of anarchism, egoism. Oh yeah. Egoism. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, the, uh, the, they're like the ultimate individualists, egoists, but, uh, yeah, no, it's uh, definitely very interesting. <laughs> Sterner. Uh, I mean, we can go deep into Sterner if you want, but Sterner Dude, is uh, that's yeah, awesome. Sterner. yeah, he's huh? fun. I, I'm I'm on like a shit boasting like board with some fucking crazy assholes and the the horrible fucking terrible memes that we're sharing back and forth all the time. It's just fantastic, dude. And they're all yeah. a bunch of egoists, like psychopaths. They're all <laughs> fucking nuts, dude. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, egoism definitely has a lot of good memes. A lot of good memes come out of it. Because uh, people always take like the might, might is right thing from uh, Sterner and then like go nuts with it and like, oh, well, we'll just have roving warlords. And it's like, yeah, but if you apply this principle individually amongst everyone, it's like it would not be in your interest to, to behave in a way like that. Like if you as a per individual are like, I'm going to go fucking cause mayhem and, and violence to people, it's probably not going to work out well for you. So it's funny. It's almost like Murray Rothbard, like fucked Ayn Rand and like they came together and that formed a, cause it really is that whole, like uh, the altruism that like the selfishness, that mm. selfish, like, or whatever the, you know what I'm talking about? That Ayn yeah. Rand had where, it's like this is in my best interest, yeah. so this is why I would do it. Sterner, like, Sterner every time I read Rand. it, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. But like Ayn Rand, I don't think she knew it, but she was like taking a bunch. Maybe she did know it. I don't know. Maybe she'd fucking read Sterner. Yeah, but Sterner, a lot of her shit is similar. Sterner is clearly when you read it, you can tell it's clearly inspired a lot of other schools of thoughts. Uh, so like you read like egoism, and you can tell obviously objectivism came from that. That you can you can read yeah. it. It was, it was preceded postmodernism, and you can read that, and you get like postmodernism in there. It's it's really interesting. I mean, it's also like the way he writes is so kooky that you're like, it's almost like you know, with like something like a Bible where you can be interpreted so many different ways because it's very open ended and poetic the way he kind of says some shit. But it is definitely an interesting way to look at life, and a lot of shit have come from Sterner. So. Yeah. So, and I mean, he like didn't he originally? He was one of the the young Hegelians too, right? And he had like he'd read fucking Marx and then said this is complete horseshit and wrote his own book. Like, I, yeah. isn't there? There's some truth. I think there's something to that. Yeah, the commies yeah. apparently like a lot of people associate him with commies, but I know he actually was very at odds with a lot of the major commie thinkers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the thing about egoism is that, like I say, it works as like a, a ideology that undergirds other ideologies is you can be an egoist and be a communist and you can be an egoist and be a capitalist. You just may have not thought it through correctly. You know what I mean? Like, One so, of my best buddies, he's a fucking ANCOM. Well, he says he's a fucking ANCOM. I think he's a Marxist Leninist, but the minute I start talking about Sterner, he starts shitting his pants. He gets all fucking, <laughs> he gets fucking furious. Yeah. Just to back it up a little bit, how do you define egoism? Egotism. Egoism. It's yeah. uh, it's it's really just the, the the line of thinking that Sterner created there. That's basically all it's defined as. But uh, how, how do I put it? Uh, it's essentially the ultimate form of individualism. Essentially, where it's like uh, um, 
I'm trying to figure out how to explain it well. Like I said, I'm 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 hopped up on medication to keep myself awake. But um I know yeah, it's just the ultimate form of individualism. Like everything springs out from you. Like it's like uh, what's in your interest, and then therefore out from there. So it's very much like Ayn Rand's, like selfishness is a virtue, but to yeah, a exactly. degree. Uh, so you know, I, yeah, I just it's like ultimate individualism. So essentially, and this is why it doesn't really have to necessarily be libertarianism or whatever. But it kind of, if you really, I feel like if you think it through, it kind of ends up that way as well. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It I'm, doesn't seem like it has strict rules, and it's like there is no like strict like abiding principles. Besides, like I don't. It's almost like reminds me of like uh, Aleister Crowley, like the ultimate law: do as thou wilt. It's like a yeah. weird fucking. I don't know. It's yeah. fascinating. Yeah, it's basically do what benefits you. But then you gotta think like, and a lot of people like think that's awful and terrible to say. But you like you really think about it, and it's like, does this benefit me? Like for example, I had a uh, Clint on my. Uh, I did an episode with him last night, and we talked about like the coming like. Uh, like, like real big recession and shit like that. And uh, oh fuck, I just lost my train of thought. What was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> Doing uh, what's oh, best for you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were—I was talking about how like we're getting ready to have like a probably a, a big recession here soon. And so like I'm able to see this writing on the wall. And I was talking about how I got a, I got out of active duty military. And like I actually made the case that like I mostly did that for economic reasons because I saw this coming up. And I really feel like it's not going to work out well for me for that. So it's like if you really like start understanding the basis of like economic stuff, you can see this stuff out. And I'm like, for me, I can tell that actually benefits me and my family to do this. So from an egoist perspective, that actually is a good decision. Even when I'm making less money now, but I, I kind of project some things are going to work out certain ways because I have a, a firm understanding of Austrian economics and stuff ish you know i mean fuck i might be wrong but <laughs> yeah yeah so that's so it's kind of like if, if you can be a bad egoist you're just not thinking the shit through you know what i mean like yeah a lot of people make it out like you're just gonna like go fuck people over for your advantage but if you're smart you realize if i screw people over people don't want to interact with me and yeah that, that, oh, <laughs> oh, go ahead tony yeah. Uh, no, I just think that that's the double-edged sword of that, where it does go in both directions. And I, mm. some people do think in very short-term ways. Yes. And then a lot of people try to stop people from having this perspective. I, I think that that's true, too, where yeah. like if you actually think this thing's like, yeah, I'm going to act in my own self-interest, like that sounds really selfish and just do what's good for you. But like you can't do anything for anyone else until you do something for yourself. Like, yeah. It all starts with yourself, so... Yeah. yeah, there's just a lot of stupid people. And dude, I don't really fucking care. That sounds mean, but I let's take off the fucking bumpers. Like let's take down the fucking warning signs. Let's just fuck it. I, I mean it. <laughs> the elite say we're overpopulated anyways. Like, can we let the dumb kill themselves? Like Yeah. I'm not yeah. advocating anybody die. Like I, I'm at I'm pro human, like actually, yeah. but uh I don't know, man. Yeah. Let the dummies sort themselves out. Maybe a little bit of an echo here. Just I think it might I don't know whose end it's on. We all have headphones on, but so yeah. I don't hear it now. I think it was when Nate was talking, but Okay, is I, it me? I don't know if it's in, yeah, we got a little bit of a reverb. Okay. Mm. It might have been Nate. I, I put the mic down for a second, so I fucked oh, up. Oh, okay. God damn it, Tony. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So. Yeah, cool. we should let some like I think like you don't get to be smart unless like you get some repercussions from the world yeah like you can't develop like oh i should do this instead of that because you're not getting proper feedback we yeah. need that yeah no no I, go ahead oh i'm getting an echo again what the hell not me 
Not me. I don't think so. Oh, shit. Now I can hear me, too. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Tony, I don't know why I blame you, but... It's like fodding in an elevator. Like, just trying to figure out, like... Yeah, I don't hear the echo now. I think whatever you did just fixed it, so... All right. Uh, I think we're good. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jose, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. We already we already fucking did that, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, I don't know how much you have your personal information, but you said uh, you. I don't know if you're cool with me mentioning. I just want to say congrats on the little one. So I mean, I don't know Thanks, if you're how man. open you are on on here, but I just want to say congrats on that. So that's a big deal. I don't know if it's your first or what. I've got I've got a 14 year old. I got a, oh yeah, you, a, you said yeah. that. That's my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm in his stoner fucking room right now. You can see all the fucking mushroom bullshit. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm still working on my taste. fucking studio. It's gonna take a minute, but yeah. uh, yeah, no, I got lucky when I got this. It was just it so happened to be there. Like I, I I didn't have this before I started podcasting. No, I mean I did, but it wasn't like I set it up for podcasting. It's just I happened to have a little nerd room, and I was like, this would be a perfect backdrop. So yeah. a lot of people make fun of me and say I'm like man child. And to that, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> okay. Sorry. I enjoy things. <laughs> yeah. I just got it in the mail today. I was going to fucking staple up here. I got the big Beavis and butthead. Are you threatening me? The fucking, the Gadsden flag in the back. Yeah. Uh, nice. Well, so we are well past the five minute mark. So you said we are cool to drop hard R's. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, I, 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 I someone asked me this once, and I'm not against it if it in any way serves a discussion or even is funny. But I mean, a lot of times, I feel like, especially with no no words, people just say them to say them to be. Yeah, it's goofy. And it's not funny. So I don't have any problem with any word whatsoever as long as it's funny or somehow constructive in any way. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know entire power. We've definitely dropped a few hard R's. Um, I heard a few. Sure, uh, <laughs> I, we had an episode get pulled recently. I literally, I think it was because someone dropped a hard R in like the first like minute, and I was like, "Good <laughs> God!" Like, and, and we even told him too. We're like, "Hey, just wait like five minutes. That's all you gotta do." Because that's that's the rumor with YouTube that fucking like the first five minutes it checks it. And so I don't know. I mean, if that's legit or not, it's the one time there was an end bomb in the first five minutes, it gets pulled. So it seems to be to hold true. So, yeah, that one only exists on Odyssey. So that one got wild. So, I should probably fucking tell me we should start using Odyssey. I don't know. Yeah, we, definitely. We yeah, never we started a fucking YouTube because we talk about whatever the fuck we want. Like, I don't know what words I shouldn't say on here because we're on YouTube. I mean, uh, people say that, but I've never really had issues. Aside from once I got monetized, I've had some, like, weird copyright issues yeah. for, like, trying to do intros and stuff. And, I mean, but whatever. They've never actually, like, given me any strikes on my channel. It's just I can't monetize those specific ones, which, whatever. Ad revenue is nothing once you're over a 1,000. It's, like, it's something ridiculous, yeah. like a few cents of a view or less or some shit. It's, like, it's nothing. It's insignificant. Okay. Like they probably, um, I was gonna say they probably make so much money on just the aggregate of so many people who are at such a like a like at the beginning tier. Yeah, and no one's saying anything to them, so it's probably just like let it go, like until you get to a certain level, yeah. and then like you start to. Yeah, I don't know at what point they start fucking with you. I mean, it seems to be like I mean I've said some pretty 
horrendous shit on my show for sure. Uh, but like uh, Tower Power Hour, it took a while, but they were almost at 2,000 subs, and it was literally like a situation in which they, an end bomb was dropping like the first minute. So it's kind of like, oh, okay, well, I get it. Like you, you pulled it. But like, yeah, it does. It does seem to be like it's like once you get to a certain level, like Ron Paul gets fucked with all the time for vac mm-hmm. shit. I said vaccine so many goddamn times on my show and never had an issue. So, that's but good. I'm not Ron Paul. So yeah, like, like, that's true. I mean, I think yeah. they they fucking they see who the fuck is gonna like, who the fuck's gonna listen to me for advice if I tell yeah. you to take horse paste. Who the fuck's gonna listen to me? Nobody gives a fuck. I think you should recommend. If I tell you that Joe Biden butt fucks kids and drinks blood, like I think he probably does, and that's how he's still alive right now. You know, it just sustains him. Recommend vaccines in a really bad way. Yeah. Sorry. Say it again. Like, just you should take every vaccine all at once while drunk. (laughs) Do a little heroin. Dude, I know people that have tried one of each. What the fuck? I mean, they have been getting weird with the vaccine stuff, though, on YouTube and, like, how they've been hitting some channels. Like, they just mentioned with Ron Paul that they pulled his channel for that, and it is pretty wild. But it is, like, uh, I guess they've been saying they've been cracking down more. Uh, I haven't had any issues, and we've said vax and stuff on the show plenty, but it's still wild, like, how the, where they're going with censorship, and they're just blatant about it now. They don't give a shit. <laughs> they don't give a shit, dude. No. Yeah. yeah, they're no, just they like, don't... yep, you guys can't question this. This is science. We're not letting you say it, and that's it. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> it's not, but all right. <laughs> the people that get to choose what gets said and what doesn't are like the grossest, fattest pigs, like the most unfuckable freaks. That- yeah. yeah, what did I say? I said I put out a tweet the other day that was like, uppity women are damn near synonymous with authoritarianism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like these, uh, it was like this view show where these women were cackling about like, why uh, they need to force like vaccines on parents and children in some school? And you're like, oh my god, fuck you! <laughs> We're living under like trans tyranny oh, right now. <laughs> well, it's really yeah. interesting. I was listening to this podcast with this guy who was doing Facebook moderation. So he was like going through all the videos that they flag and just like some of the gross stuff that he was talking about, like child porn and just like people torturing animals for no fucking reason. Like yeah. all of that was just fine. Like no one's <laughs> questioning that shit at all. Yeah. But yeah, you like Ron Paul saying like you shouldn't take a vaccine if you've already, or like it should be up to you. That's it. That's probably yeah, all he yeah, has yeah, to say. Yeah, like, like you should have some choice in like your medical decisions. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Who who would have thought? <laughs> Yeah, well, it, I don't know. This whole vaccine shit's nuts. Though. I don't know where you guys. I'm assuming you guys are a little more conspiracy related, and like you're, you probably don't think it's a uh, legit. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, from what I've looked at, it looks like it works for like on an individual level, but it's not great on like a public health type level. Is what it seems like to me. I so mean, I mean, I'm no fucking doctor whatsoever. How bad do you there, want your channel deleted? I'm shit, dude. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm on honestly. Back to honestly, I also don't think they're gonna hit me for it. So yeah. we're already almost at 20 minutes. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, like okay. I said, I'm probably, um, I'll probably, uh, for those listening, I will, I will probably like unlist this after the weekend, and then maybe I'll release this an episode later sometime. But I'll, I'll send you guys the the stuff in the meantime, so people can watch on your channel. Cool. But uh, yeah, no, forgot what I, I was going to say. But yeah, go yeah, for it. I, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know, man. I I don't go like full hard. Like I sw- I know I know two people that have seen with their own eyes. And I don't know if this shit's true because I haven't seen it with my eyes. So I don't fucking believe it till I've seen it. But I swear to fuck two people that I know that wouldn't fucking lie. 
have done the magnet thing where a fucking spoon stuck to their fucking friend. I can't, I can't, I don't, I can't, can't think that that's actually true. That they're I fucking mean, putting magnets at us. I don't know. But, I, I mean, I, I don't think it's true either, but it's like at this point, I wouldn't put anything past the lizard people. It's fucking weird. It's <laughs> fucking weird, like, man. Like, I've had multiple so much to yeah, us. Yeah, I've had multiple friends who got the vaccine and they were like, like, like got like super high fevers or had to go to the ER or some shit. And you're like, uh, and like I'm like I'm 30, so my friends are roughly the same age. So I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> like, it seems to me like the there's sometimes the reaction is worse than actually getting it. <laughs> so I don't no, I don't understand the logic weird. here at all. Like, why would I just not get it? And it'd be the same exact goddamn effect. <laughs> Dude, honestly, Except for maybe better. <laughs> like. Let's say it makes it gives you fucking magneto powers. They should yeah. probably advertise that. If yeah. I fucking do that, I'd, I'd be like, "That's awesome." I don't know. This goddamn like, turned like, me into a fucking X Men. Like, yeah, but it's, we were talking before. Like, I've already had it. So, like, all this like you're weird, good, dude. You're good. So it's like, yeah. and they they did have that what that uh, fucking study in Israel where there's like two million people where they like checked it and they're like, I guess the uh, non the people who had it but weren't vaccinated. Had like seven times the immunity as like someone who got the vaccine or some shit. It was fucking ridiculous. So it's like there's no justification for if you've had it why you would need it. Well, see, so. this that's the part that creeps me out is that there's no actual science behind any of it because like yeah. there should be at least maybe like if you're gonna do the passport thing, if this is legit, if this is like the worst fucking pandemic we've ever experienced. Well, first of all, why are we firing like uh, qualified, hardworking doctors and nurses during a pandemic? Yeah, that's that that's one weird thing, sense. right? Where they're just fucking canning people. But like, uh, where the fuck was I going to that? I don't know. But it's just, uh, I don't know, dude. I, I, I don't think this is fucking legit. I think this is about. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. I like, if this was about actual fucking science, there would be like an addendum in there. It's like if you show antibodies, you're good. Yeah, but that's not there. It's like vax for nothing. And I'd yeah, be no. down to just get COVID if that was the case. If they had a choice between getting COVID and getting the shot. I'd I pay hobos to fucking cough in my face. Yeah, I mean, you're just like, okay, I can survive that. I would just stock up on vitamin D, take a lot of horse warmer. Yeah, no, I mean, I, it just, it doesn't seem, I don't understand the benefit of getting it if you're in good shape, like getting the vaccine at all. Like it, cause you're better off just getting it. Like for me, it was like nothing. I, when I had it, it was like, I felt like shit for like a day or two. I've had worse fucking colds and like, I probably felt tired for like a week. Uh, I mean, I just kind of pushed through it and worked and worked out the same as I normally would. And then yeah. I had like a lingering cough for like a couple weeks. I mean, like that was it. It was, it was like not that big of a fucking deal, which like, I mean, I, I don't know. It just seems to be like, it's, it's kind of silly, which I get it. It's bad for some people. You know, like it hits some people really hard. It hit my whole family, but we're all young and it like went through it's like yeah. nothing. And you know what? Now we are even better, you know, biologically, like publicly health speaking, uh, you know, for society because we all have the fucking antibodies. So it's like the, the, the science is just retarded here. It makes no goddamn sense. It's like, why would I? And I, I don't really know. I mean, I guess I could maybe make a case that additionally taking the vaccine would somehow be better. Like, 
but like I I don't know that. Why would I make that sort of risk with my health? I'm already better off than if someone was vaccine or vax. Mm-hmm. So eat a dick. I don't really give a shit for like, a disease that 99.9 percent of the you're gonna yeah. fucking live through anyways. No, it yeah. doesn't make any fucking sense. It's stupid. Which, I mean, and- to be fair, there is a legit aspect of people get fucked up. I have known people who have gotten it and been like fucked up, but there is a pretty consistent through line of it's not the healthy people and it's not fucking young people. People are already more likely to be taken out by any sickness. <laughs> well, that's the thing, and they don't talk about that. They don't talk about there's a huge age criteria. There's a huge weight criteria. They basically saying we should all stay inside where we're more susceptible to it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't I don't trust them, which is the main thing. Which Yeah, Ron Paul was amazing on that. He kind of went into like during the lockdowns. Like he he from the beginning was like talking about how this you're basically promoting an unhealthy behavior and thus making yourself more susceptible to this thing that you're going to get anyways. Like this is the way this shit works. Like you're going to get it or, you know, or get some sort of herd immunity where you don't get it. Like so, I don't know, yeah, it's, it's fucking wild. But, yeah, he, he, it really is like, yeah, oh, let's just all stay inside, you know, where you guys won't work out. You're going to eat like shit and do not work at all. You guys are going to get, like, to be gross gelatinous blobs or super unhealthy. And, oh, whoa, look at all these people that are getting sick. Well, that's crazy, you know? So, I don't know. But, yeah, it was the complete opposite of what you should do. If anything, like, the healthy people should have continued living their life, if not even more vociferously. And then those who have any sort of fucking, like, you know, at risk or, or around people at risk should have maybe, you know, dialed back their lifestyle a little bit. You know, that would be the thing that makes the most sense. It is the most consistent with individual rights, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, or we yeah. should all just fucking live our lives and shut the fuck up. Which like, is exactly what Florida. That is. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, which, it, it's just yeah. fucking retarded, dude. Like, yeah. I mean, we don't talk about how every goddamn year, do you know how many kids die of the flu every year? Mm-hmm. This has never been a fucking concern before. Diarrhea. Yeah. But now that yeah. grandma's dying, we give a shit. Like, yeah, diarrhea. You put grandma in the uh, fucking home in the first place. You I don't give a shit about grandma. Responsible for like something like the most, not the most, but like it's like top ten or something crazy. Yeah. Yes, in like the world. So, <laughs> so yeah, malaria kills the fuck out of people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dirty water kills the shit out of people. We don't give a fuck. We don't, dude. If this was an actual fucking pandemic. There wouldn't be homeless homeless people. I live at, well. I lived. I just moved outside of Portland. Do you know how many hobos there were? I wish there was a pandemic. I mean, to be <laughs> fair, they probably have amazing immune systems. <laughs> <laughs> They're killing it, dude. They're, I don't. I mean, great. I know they look super unhealthy, like homeless people. But dude, you gotta take into account their living situation. They probably have fucking amazing <laughs> immune systems. Dude, if I was a hobo, I'd be like going to the nicer neighborhoods and be like, "Give me everything in your wallet, or I'm gonna cough on you right yeah. now." <laughs> Yeah, I that was one of the first things that kind of stopped me out. Because when it first hit, I was like, I don't know what's going on. But like that was the canaries from the coal mine, and those canaries were healthy. <laughs> they were not as healthy dying. as they ever are, yeah. Well, just yeah, yeah. Gacked out on fucking heroin and meth and just walking around publicly masturbating and shitting <laughs> everywhere. And they're just, they're just fine. Kicking ass canaries should. <laughs> yeah, no, they're probably peak... Peak fucking immunity health <laughs> in that fucking community. <laughs> They've probably fucking injected themselves off of fucking rusty spoons. When you go to that point, your immune system's well, bar none the best. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're definitely in crowded areas. They're not socially distancing. They're not wearing masks. That the diet is shit. They're all sharing needles. They're yeah. all fucking each other. 
they're, they're covered <laughs> in shit and semen. Like, uh, yeah, sometimes, not always. But it sounds pretty great, actually. They have no fucking rent. They're killing it, man. Like during summer, I bet it's awesome. I'd go hobo for a summer. You'd be all right. I was a hobo as a teenager for a little bit. I've always said I'd really like to go to jail, aside from like not being able to get laid. Have you never like, been to jail? You might be able to get laid. Yeah, I guess you could, but it's like it's it's like. <laughs> Okay, cool. So I just gonna work out and read a lot. This sounds fucking awesome. <laughs> have, have you never have you never been to jail, Jose? No, I have not ever been to okay. jail. Like, and I, not even I, overnight. No, not even. Have you been I've arrested? Been no, never. I've, I've somehow I've always managed to be just charming enough to get out of any trouble mm. or smart enough to evade it. <laughs> white enough, I guess. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's my brown ass. Yeah, yeah. It's my white it didn't privilege. take much. They're like, we're taking you in. Yeah. All right. Like I don't know what you are. You're a little racially ambiguous, <laughs> but you're something. Yeah, dude. Nobody knows what the fuck I am. I Arab? Yeah, you can am be I Italian, fucking Indian? I don't fucking know. Am I'm I Native bad. American? Like, yeah. <laughs> Anthony looks like Polish, if I had to guess. Nah, I might be. Who knows? But I'm not. Like that's not what I think I am. Yeah, Tony's yeah. a wop. Nah, nah. Yeah, you're Italian, Italian, aren't you? Oh yeah, I thought you called me a wasp. Never mind. <laughs> No, you're a dirty wop. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jose, what are you at? What are you, buddy? I'm white as fuck. What blend I, I don't is white? know. I mean, I'm literally just white. Like, I don't know. When you're white, you're not like. I mean, I, I know a lot of people get caught up in their like ancestry, but like, m- like, and there are some white people that are like, well, I'm a little bit Viking. I'm a little bit like, I don't fucking know. I'm just, I'm me, and I'm. Don't really give a shit about my identity. I'm just generically white. I don't really. I have to put on sunscreen when I go outside. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I know. (laughs) Like I don't know. I I think I've heard I'm like either Irish or Scottish. I don't fucking know. I don't really care. It's probably all made up anyways. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Like I don't give a shit. Like dude, everybody got raped by by everybody. Dude, everybody got raped by everybody. Like, if you look at, like, the British Isles, like, I was reading some fucking history book that was talking about the Vikings literally came over there and killed, like, one segment of it. They killed every single man and raped almost every single woman and just, like, re- like repopulated the entire goddamn island. That That's is probably- somehow simultaneously the most horrible thing and the most base thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, if you got a dick, you're dead. You got a pussy, you're fucked. So, and you will carry my child. <laughs> but I mean, that's the that's the history of fucking humanity, dude. So, yeah. you tell me you're French, I'm like, are you? I don't know. <laughs> like it's Russia, like weird. Germany came through there and raped the fuck out of everybody, and then when fucking Russia came back through, raped everybody. I neither have pride nor shame for anything my ancestors did. I genuinely don't give a fuck. That's kind of how I look at the world. No, a lot of people get caught up in like some of that shit, but like. I mean, if you don't like it, like, cool. I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> I mean, what what the fuck, like, my ancestors did, like, cool. Unless it's, like, my dad or my grandpa. Like, I have nothing to be proud of. <laughs> like, I don't fucking know any of them. So, yeah. It's, 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 to me, that always struck me as silly. Although I don't care if somebody wants to have, like, some sort of racial pride or shame. That's on you. Cool. For me, I'm just some white dude. I don't really give a fuck what my ancestors did. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing. It's like, I don't really care if you're like a black supremacist, white supremacist. I don't give a fuck. Like, do you have something that you're proud of that you did? Like, are you proud of it? Like, and generally the answer is no. And that's why they have to find some fucking pride in like my skin tone or lack thereof is my something that I'm proud of. You're like, all right, have fun. Go over there. (laughs) 
Yeah, which I mean, but even then, I would say there probably is still some sort of truth to like bell curves and stuff. But like, you know, evolutionarily speaking, but at the same time, I don't care. Like, I'm gonna interact with people on an individual basis. If you're cool, you know, like if I enjoy you, we'll we'll keep keep hanging out. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. I never really get any people having sort of like identity things. Like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> What's identity about something you have nothing? To, yes. you know, no control over that's the like it's just like and like you said like where it's like if you have anything to be proud of on your own then this all shit just falls away yeah. like like oh yeah like i won a Nobel peace prize and i'm white like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like who gives a fuck about the second part like yeah, yeah it's just one of those things that, like i guess it's like a cool factoid and you're like oh my, my great 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 grandfather escaped from nigeria and was it this or that but for the most part it's like Okay, well, I mean that's a cool story, but like, what does that have to do with anything? Like, you, you didn't do this, right? I mean, if you're trying to like assume some sort of pride for this, it seems a little silly. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, my grandpa fought in World War II and killed a bunch of Japs in the fucking <laughs> in the fucking uh, in the Pacific Theater, and then he came back and worked for NASA and for these rocket. So, I mean, it, this whole thing it was like. All right, so now you're probably working with collaborators. I mean, you're working with a bunch of fucking Nazis that made NASA, and so I was going to ask if you're uh, if you're from Argentina, <laughs> if you understand that uh, that that line of thinking. <laughs> Isn't that where they say like German the the fucking Nazis mm-hmm. win? It's Argentina. I mean, there was like some papers that came out and said that like Adolf Hitler fucking lived into his like well into his 80s and died in like South America. I mean, and probably got some me. sweet like some Latina tang and was like, just killing it, dude. He's probably having a great time. If for all we know, I mean, he could have just been some pawn in the story and was for the lizard people. And they just fucking, all right, you're out. Now go chill and hang out. <laughs> I mean, that's 99% like likely what fucking happened. They were getting money from like the wall street bankers and shit. Like we fucking, we gave the money that we formed the communists. I like we gave all this fucking the money to the communists, that, uh, and then we gave class, the money to the Nazis. Yeah. dude, uh, We're, uh, uh, Good I like old to call those, those that sit above in shadow, quote unquote. <laughs> Good old but, America, like yeah. always funding both sides and just like, <laughs> yeah. yep, always, dude. Uh, and I don't know. You could ask who was like, who were the bankers, right? And you can go into the, the fucking Rothschilds and you can triple parenthesis anything you want or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. It's really interesting to bring all that up, though, like because uh, like I, I was mentioned earlier, I had that episode with Clint yesterday. Where we were talking about like the coming collapse, and it is because like those players have so centralized everything, and like basically, um, damn near the entire like world economy is upside down right now, which is yeah. wild. <laughs> and we're not gonna be able to paper it out. And he was talking about, I guess, with China set to probably uh, fall out here soon economically. Uh, it's probably going to actually boost confidence in our dollar because they're going to start using our dollar because ours is actually stronger than theirs. And it's going to create this deflationary pressure that will then fucking obviously inevitably swing right back. So we're just like, see, that'd be nice. Economy, you know? I mean, I, I mean, it would that's be what if you, you can if hope you see for. it coming. If yeah. you see it coming, sure. But the problem is what's going to happen is it's going to reinvigorate fucking faith in the market for a temporary period of time, like a lot. And everybody's gonna be like, oh, this is great. And then it's going to, they're going to pull the brakes from out from under them. And the economy is probably just going to go right to shit when it whiplashes right back. So it's like, if you know that's coming, then yeah, you can like kind of be like, all right, cool. I don't need to be, I can be, you know, a little bit smart with this. But like people who don't, they're going to be like, woo, let's spend more. Let's do this. And then it's going to fuck them right out, frame right over, you know? That's fascinating, man. I wouldn't mind talking to Clint about that. That's, that's fucking interesting. Cause I mean, 
the only thing that I can fucking see is this whole push for a digi dollar. Yeah. Right. I mean, this whole thing, I mean, I don't see how the American dollar is going to fucking make it like we have fucking it's the most retarded thing in the entire world. Uh, I This pandemic happened. And so then we had to, like, shut down the entire fucking economy. And now we're borrowing more money than we've ever fucking done ever before. We've what is it like 40 percent of the money that's in circulation right now? Uh, it just came out in the last two years or in the last like, one year. Yeah, that and I saw something. that. I saw that too. Like, uh, fucking what? Like, I saw that probably like six months ago. So it's probably even yeah by now. You know. <laughs> so I mean, like to me, this is like it, it's been it's done. Like it's being manufactured. This is completely fucking bullshit. Like, and this is I think these whoever these people are that are in fucking charge, the bankers are trying to crash this economy as well as trying to crash the Chinese economy. Like, I don't these t- these type of folks to me don't have like national uh they don't have like they don't give a fuck they don't have any national alliances they're not american they're not fucking chinese they're not this that and the other they're like they these people these type of folks have money in every single country across the world and they don't really care who the winners are or who the losers are like they're going to come out on top yeah you know what i mean i mean like, we talked about this though but I, I do think it's such a unique situation in which even the power players at the top seem to have overextended their hand because it's like I think they have centralized things far too White much. Pill me, I don't know. Yeah. White pill, dude. White pill. That's what we go into a lot. And yeah. It's like he it, it, like black pills and white pills because like we're in for a we're in for a big fucking bust. Like like we have we we're fucked up production. Like shit is getting ready to go wild economically. Oh yeah. But with that, if you ride it out, like the the, the powers that be, they don't really have a good mechanism to reestablish control. Like, I know a lot of people are like, they're going to fucking do the uh, the digitaler, like you said. But it's like, I just don't see them. They're not there. Comparatively speaking to, like, the private sector who's been essentially created Bitcoin and crypto and all that shit. Like, I'm not a, I'm a tech retard. But I can tell you that, like, it seems like we are clearly outpacing them here. Like, yes, they are getting their dirty dick beaters in certain aspects of crypto. But it, it's the private sector seems to be so far outpacing them because it's so decentralized and so like free that they just can't keep up with it. They just don't have the proper mechanism for like you know increasing technologically as quickly as the private sector can. So it seems to be the private's outpacing the public right now, and it's just like, yes, there will probably be aspects of like you know in like decades, centuries to come where they do have some sort of like maybe like a crypto dollar that's like a fiat. But it's like I, I think we're going to see this within the next six that. months. Yeah, I think we're going to see a digital. They might, the but I still think yeah. they're nowhere near. Like I, I think it's going to be like my point. I'm getting at is there will be areas where the, the digi dollar will be a thing. But I just think that like Bitcoin or like shit where they don't have that kind of control is just going to far outpace them, and then it will make their fucking control borderline worthless like they're a dying okay. creature you know i'm I think gonna black will... pill you really fast for a minute okay. just that like because i had a lot more hope for humanity and actually americans in general before 2020 and i saw everyone capitulate and bend the fucking knee and everybody take the giant dick that is the american government and tyranny right up their asshole no i agree um, and I mean, like, well I, what i'm gonna say is like 98 percent of the dummies are going to just go along with it. They're going to say, 
all right, we're going paperless. Oh, because this is because this is germ free, right? So now we're just gonna get this chip in our fucking hand, and I just beep myself into anything. It's gonna be tied into my vaccine passport, so it's gonna be really easy, and I can just like check into the airport and just check into. I can go to go grocery shopping. I can go see a fucking movie. I can go to a fucking and. What I'm saying is, like, the people that, like, myself, at least, and Tony, that are going to opt out of this system, that aren't going to participate in the DigiDollar, probably because we don't have a fucking choice. Probably, I mean, because we're not going to get the fucking vaccine, and we're not going to get the stupid fucking chip in our hand, or whatever the fuck it's going to, whatever it's going to look like, the 1.0, whatever that's going to look like. I don't, dude, I mean, they're, I, I don't know, dude, I mean, the way they're fighting, like, the way they're attacking crypto, like, there are going to be some people, outliers, that are going to be able to be okay, so I hope, like, pray to be one of those fucks, like, that's where agorism, to me, is the answer, like, I normally have a big black and gray flag behind me, like, just getting to know your fucking community, knowing my fucking neighbor is more important to me than who the fuck my governor is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I want to know who the fuck my neighbor is. And, like, I'm I'm raising quails out here. Dude, you know how many fucking eggs they produce? Like, shit tons. And they hump like crazy. Within three months, they're fucking fully grown, having babies. I can crack their head. I can put them in a skillet. Or I can sell their eggs. I can barter. Like, that's what we need to be fucking doing. At least on a Agreed. small yeah. scale. Simultaneously doing, like, crypto. Simultaneously, mm-hmm. like... I don't know. Yeah, no, I I 100% agree. I just think on the larger level, too, even like talking like currency, like we're talking about the crypto stuff, I actually think that the the private sector is just so far outpacing. And I'm not at all saying the government's going to magically disappear. I've shifted my thinking lately. It's not this like binary. I think what it is going to be is that we're going to, it's almost like I like to think of it as like bubbles or like, you know, areas. So there will be bubbles of statism and bubbles of more or less liberty, I think. And uh, like I, so I think like with something like the digi dollar, yes, there will be places that buy in. But I don't. I really have a hard time thinking that's going to be the majority of the market. And maybe like most things are like in city areas, sure they do. But in other areas, they they're using different things. They're using cash. They're using fucking or normal uh, crypto once the technology gets there. I just think our private sector is outpacing the public sector. So yes, I'm not saying there won't be coercion and the government won't get in. I just think it will be. It's it's a it's essentially an it's a opening for liberty. Like, and there will be spots that that capitalize on that, and there will be spots that don't. Is the way I see it. So, well, I, guess I like what you said. Increasing that, the bar, you know. Well, I like what you said as far as you said. Like, if you hold on eventually, because I mean, I, I dude, I, I'm still black pilled about that whole situation. As far as like, as soon as the federal government unrolls this and said, like, we're on a digi dollar now. You're fucking that paper in your pocket is worthless. Like, I don't see even mom and pop shops exchanging it for too long because what are they going to do with it? Like, so then they have the paper in their fucking drawer and, you know, I, I just, I don't know. How, well, like, here's the thing, though. I, I get what you're getting at. That it's like a lot of people just bend over. A lot of people just bend here's over. Here's the thing, though. There's the thing about the private market. They create the situation in which is to your benefit. They look for demand. And that's where things like, you know, like Uber or Lyft or like shit like that beat out things like taxi cartels because you don't have to get someone to have some sort of feel or some sort of a fucking intellectual shift, you know, on uh, liberty and authoritarianism. All you need to do is make it make sense for their pocketbook. And that's really what it comes down to. So that's where shit like I think like crypto and stuff like that will excel, which has far more of a already has an influence from, you know, you know, 
it's essentially completely decentralized from the way I've had it explained to me. So it's it's the pure, uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of a word for it, a pure expression of the free market. And well, like to some extent, this is like limits, the white but... pill that I got from because we had an episode with Sal, and basically, like when we what you got out of it was like every single new law is an opportunity for an agorist because mm. like I, every time they attack something, I'm like, okay, the market just opened up. Like everything just got a little bit more expensive. So that means that's more change in my fucking pocket. Like I can start, you know what I mean? I can start selling this shit for more. Like I had a homie that like uh, when the toilet paper shortage was going, was going nuts. Um, he was, he was like a vendor. He was like, you know, do like stacking beer and like in the cases and all that shit. And he was at Safeway and he was like, he was looking for toilet paper. And one of the fucking Safeway guys is like, Oh, you're a vendor here. We take care of our own. He was like, come over here. And then he like took him in the back. They had to like climb a ladder. They had to go into like the goddamn rafters and shit. And he, they had toilet paper and they were only selling it to each other. And like, and if you knew, and like they were backdoor selling the fucking toilet paper, like the, the Agora is going to, going to be the answer. You just got to get on the ground floor, man. We got to start mm-hmm. like a. Yeah. Which is where, like what I'm saying with where the private sector beats out. There may be situations and where like, uh, say with like crypto, especially where it's like, well, technically this is illegal, but if you get a VPN and you do this and you do that, you can work around that easily. So essentially what you're doing is creating an incentive for normal people to disregard coercive authority and not even realize it. Yeah, so, there's more and more people are just disregarding mainstream narrative, cathedral propaganda. Um, like two years ago when this whole thing started, there's a lot more people that were under that spell. And at this point, like so many people have broken away from it. It's amazing. And I don't think that, like, I think you're right. I think they completely overplayed their hand. They don't really have a, a strategy to get the control that they wanted. Yeah. Well, like the people that actually believe in this shit and are doubling down, they're fucking lost. Like, no. I don't give a fuck about you anymore. No, Honestly, like, I, mean, I love you. Like, because I have have family that are in that boat. I'm like, I love you, but I can't even really have a conversation with you. And I, you know, I don't, I don't even really know what to tell you. Like, you can come over for Sunday dinner and it's going to be awkward. I think the parody we see online, though, is just that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I can only tell you my uh, given reality, but I don't see that as a majority. Like, the majority of people that I know in real life have probably had the vaccine, but all of them are all like, like against sort of mandates from those I'm talking to. It might just be my personal experience, but I think what part we, of the country do you live in, Jose? I, I live in Florida, but like I'm speaking to yeah. like people I work with, uh, people that like my family and shit like that are in different parts of the country. And it seems to be my experience is the vast majority of people are not okay with all this. They just may, yeah, maybe they comply a little bit here and there, but they aren't okay with it. So, I mean, the, the parody that we see online of the person who buys this hook, line, and sinker, I think is a little bit more the vocal minority than it is the majority. But I mean, I'm also like, I am coming from my perspective. Like if you talk to somebody like Clint, it might be different because he was in Cali. I don't fucking know. Or you guys, I don't know where you guys are at and what your life experience is. But that seems to be what my world looks like is most people like, even if they have complied one way or another, they're like, this is gay. Like, what is this shit? This seems to be the perspective of most everyone I know. And we need people to take that next step. As far like, this is fucking gay. All right, let's ignore it. All right, yeah. let's do something different. Like there is little pockets of fucking freedom out here, but like 
I so I'm still out in like the Portland, Oregon area, and dude, we have mask mandates. You can't go into a fucking store without them. Like they're the majority of fucking like bars and restaurants now. Like if you're trying to go see it like a concert. You gotta have your fucking Vax ID. I mean, again, that's uh, that's uh, open market for the agorists right there. I could start selling um, in Minecraft. I could start selling fake vaccine passports, and but um, I don't know, man. It sucks out here. It really fucking sucks. I mean, I I, I have to just I have to imagine a lot of that is not economically sustainable for them. Like they're losing so much business, and I there's I get, so many people but, with their yeah. heads up their asses out here. Yeah, but I do think that is going to play in a part. I do think there will be when this is all said and done years from now. There will be probably areas that still have these sort of uh, like like behaviors or whatever, if you will, whatever you want to call it. But I think it's going to have to wax in some spots because it just is so ridiculous, and most people I don't think really completely buy into all of that. So, I mean, it's, I, it's I don't know. fashion statement. The problem is they made it political. And so, like, yeah. then you're, like, you're picking your fucking side and you're doubling down. And I'm doing what I'm doing because I'm right yeah. and I'm a good person. I think like, it's I see young, good. healthy people jogging, sprinting in their fucking shit with a fucking two masks on their face. And they're yeah. fucking vaxxed. They might even have a thing that says, I'm vaccinated on their stupid but, ass I mean, shirt. But there is a, clearly a movement of people to areas that aren't acting like that. And that seems to be, to me, I I just feel like the normal person, the normal person out there thinks this shit's dumb and the incentives drive to get away from this shit. There are going to be people who are going to be, there are always going to be people who like don't buy in or, you know, are sucked into the fucking ideology of the state. But I just... I feel like this is really sucking people out more than it is bringing them in. And I think a lot of this stuff is a waiting game. Like, I like for example, with a lot of Biden's flexing and shit, I think a lot of it in a lot of areas is going to cave. Like, obviously, like, that's how they do it. They overextend and then they, you know, then pull back and they, but they still win in the end. But I think they are losing the consent of the majority to some extent. So I hope so, dude. I yeah. actually, I, I really do. And I, and I do see that, that they are overplaying their hand quite a bit and people yeah. are just starting to get sick of it. Um, I mean, it took too long in Australia, but dude, you're looking at what happened in all fucking Australia right now. And like the people are finally fucking starting to raise up. They have military on the fucking streets, busting granny's head in. And, like, uh, Americans think that that's not going to happen here. I'm like, we're not that different, dude. That's going to fucking happen here. It's going to fucking happen here, dude. If if we start, like, standing up and just saying, like, no. I don't know. I mean, it's definitely a possibility, but I think think even in Australia, there's going to be start being some pushbacks here soon on that end. So I think – I mean, I guess I'm a little bit more white pilled in a sense. I think they've the, the pendulum is going to start swinging back at some point. They can only keep this up for so long, and I really the the you know the feeling I'm getting is people are really getting over this. So I think they have like a few more months max, and like at least in like to where they can really really pull this kind of shit. They can only keep this up for so long. It's getting so ridiculous the propaganda and like we're going into flu season right now, Jose. Yes, it's beyond the pale. We're though, going, you know, it's dude. It's going to be a no, dark winter. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think people are starting to get that, though. But then it, I just – I don't know. I guess I have a little bit more faith in humanity, although I have lost a lot. But I do think <laughs> – I, I do think people are moving their incentives, and that's the way to look at it. Is So if you are a liberty-minded person, then you should also be doing your best to move your incentives, and that will then concentrate liberty in certain areas. So whether that's you know getting to know your local – people in your local area that are more you know conducive to your type of mindset – 
or your community or, you know, or if that's moving states or whatever. Like, I think that's the move is to kind of group up with like-minded people to some extent. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying we should all be good collectivists. But Putting all the fucking fish numbers. in a barrel. Yeah. And then they fucking... No. <laughs> I'm actually not a fan of, like, the uh, the free state projects and shit. I do... I, I want... I would be more like... If I if there was to be something like that, I'd want more like a free county project or some shit. Because it's mm-hmm. like... Or the yeah, more it's decentralized, too big. the yeah. better. So, the more decentralized, the better. Like, I would rather have, like, a fucking... Uh, uh, a spider's web of networks through the entire country of people who are like-minded. Like that's yeah, what I would rather mean. have. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not, like, I, I, Cause it's like, now you just have this thing that's just unable to be stamped out, you know, especially if you have each other's back, support each other. I'm not at all saying collectivism, just, you know, roughly, you know, like, Hey, you're, we're Liberty ish. You know, you, Dude, oh, you have a business, frankly, I'll support your business. Libertarians get afraid of the word collectivist and they mm-hmm. need to start using it and they need to start understanding it because mm-hmm. like, as long as we're all still voluntarists, we need to start working together, dude. I yeah. get that we're all fucking special snowflakes and we're, it's like herding cats and shit. And Shut the fuck up. We need to yeah. work together. Well, that's like I'm very much the... a panarchist, dude. Yeah. Like, bottom unity. Like, yeah. if you hate the fucking state, you're my ally. If you're against this fucking... If you're against these mask mandates, if you're against this vax passport, you're my fucking ally. Yeah, here's my thing with unity. A lot of people get... Because I know someone might watch this and be like, oh my god, Jose's a bottom unity guy. It depends what you mean. When it comes to unity, all I'm saying is if me and you agree something, I'd be like, cool, I agree with you. And when you we we don't, I'll be like, I don't agree with you. And yeah. that's the end of it. Like, I mean, if use like, a I mean, coalition, sure. Dude, be like Murray Rothbard. Use yeah. a coalition when it's helpful. And when it's not, say like we have it, we disagree on that. Like, have a fucking line. Be like, I'm yeah. not gonna sit there and suck a commie's dick. You know what I mean? But like if you are fighting alongside with dude, if there's a group of fucking Antifa that want to say fuck this and want to like burn down like some shit, that you yeah. know, I mean, in Minecraft, the problem though is that it, people, especially as a mob, get retarded and they once they start getting too collectively minded, they start being sucked into. That's the issue we have with like the uh, like the George Floyd protests and stuff. Is a lot of like our people started like even when that those those riots were getting nuts and they're destroying private property and shit, they're just like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, woohoo, like you know. Well, I ate popcorn or whatever. I ate popcorn and giggled when they were burning down the police station. Yes, that was amazing. (laughs) But now, like, when they started fucking with businesses, come on, that's not cool, dude. But, like, and that's a problem, though, is I feel like a lot of our kind weren't able to delineate the two and just, like, kind of then started making excuses for them. Whereas I'm immediately like, nope, yeah, I mean, I'm not making any excuses for you. That was fucked yeah. up. And it was pretty dope when you burned out the police station, but, you know, that's fucking lame. Like, I, I have no problem being like that. It's just people need to have balls and be able to fucking say what they mean, really. So, like, because a lot of people get caught up on unity and have this idea that unity means... And then, you know what? Words are defined by the user, so it really depends yeah. on... I mean, if you mean it that way, then sure. But, like, like, unity to me is not at all, like, I'm never going to question anything you do. And yeah. it also doesn't even mean we're friends. It just means... Hey, we have a common goal. After that, I don't really give a shit. Like, yeah, we have a, or <laughs> even like just we have a common enemy. Yeah. So I mean, if we got a fucking, we can fucking, we can agree to disagree. We can go two different directions later, but I mean, I, that's why I honestly like, uh, uh, like uh, agorist class theory as far as like. The way they the way they do fucking class theory is there's just two things, man. Yeah, it's like there's I the like parasitical class. class. Simple. <laughs> yeah, it's like the parasitical yeah. class and their collaborators and everybody else. 
Yeah, a lot of people don't like that though because that like uh that I mean that is like the perfect solution in a sense if you get that mindset. But then the problem is that a lot of people get caught up with like, oh well, my politician or like, yeah, or my wife's a, a son, is a teacher. And, I'm like, and I'm not, well, I'm all not, right, then we're gonna have to cut her head off. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm he, fair. He, he, he calls he calls them to be like in work camps and shit. So, but um, I don't know. I mean, I I'm not one at all who thinks that like. I don't necessarily think political like involvement is immoral. I just think it doesn't work out personally. I was, so. dude, I was the biggest autistic fucking faggot. I was the biggest douchebag in the whole world. I wouldn't vote against a fucking tax because mm. I was like, that is moral. And I'm mm. not going to vote. Voting is violence. And yeah, I was no, I, I don't such buy that, a douchebag. Yeah. I actually listening to Matt Erickson on, uh, on Pete Quinona as a show red pilled me on that and fucking, yeah. It, happy, uh, happy Friday to you, Quest. So, sorry. Hey, buddy. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Quest is good shit. Uh, I know. Let me have him on at some point. But uh, yeah, no, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no worries, man. Yeah. yeah. Happy Friday, man. Yeah. Uh, no, what the fuck were we just talking about? <laughs> I was talking about like uh, I don't know, political oh, theory, and class post, theory. Yeah, 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 yeah class no. theory. I mean, he calls for fucking like uh, like work camps and shit, and like like I said, I'm not, I don't think vote like. Political involvement is immoral necessarily. It depends on what you're doing. I just, I'm of the opinion, it doesn't work out. And even then, I have order of preferences. So I've said this before that, like, if you're going to be politically involved, I prefer you do be, I guess, be better at it. So, like, I like uh, my order of preference is like agorism first. My second order of preference would probably be like the Hoppian route, which is like, you know, local, hyper local, like basically takeovers. And then after that, maybe like a paleo type thing. And then like the absolute last thing is LP. Like, I just don't even understand. Yeah, the utility of the LP personally, <laughs> like no, I, I, I mean I there know. is nothing, and I mean that was Dave Smith at his best was when he was making videos like telling you why your vote doesn't count and why you shouldn't have to fucking or why you shouldn't fucking vote to begin with. Yeah. Uh, but I do understand his whole strategy as far as like I'm gonna try to be Ron Paul. I'm gonna try to fucking say the the thing that nobody else is gonna say. I'm gonna try yeah. to red pill as many fucking people, and good for him. You know, and I mean, I, it just, for me. I just my Dave Smith is, I feel like around the libertarianism. Me, actually. me too. My yeah. my thing though is, I just feel like that's short sighted. Like, I don't think that works out like that. Well, I mean, here's the thing: I think that does, would work but... five years ago. Five years Maybe. ago, I was on I was on board with that. That was an interesting idea. And after 2020, seeing like the government go whole hog, fucking nuts, tyrannical, it's like yeah. that's too slow. That's too low. Like we need to be doing like more of the Hoppian strategy, yes. more of the fucking Agora strategy. Like I want a, co- a combination between the two. I want some paleo agorists, dude. I want some yeah. fucking Hoppa fucking agorists that that doesn't. I mean that doesn't exist yet, except that's me yeah. right now. My thing is, like I said, with right LP, wing I just, I just, right. I just feel like it's fucking, it's a, uh, it's just not going to work out. Short sighted, and then all it's going to do, whatever success you get out of it, I think all it will do is put sails in the shitty fucking uh, boat that is fucking the LP. So you're just going to like give it more, you know, fucking traction, more, more room to fucking grow or to sail or to be taken seriously while being a fucking joke because i don't think you're really going to make this sort of progress that you think you will so no. especially like i know a lot of people like that i feel like once the lpmc becomes a majority then eventually the party is just going to get watered to back down slowly back yeah. to the previous state so no i think so too yeah. and yeah they're not gonna they're not going to be allowed to do that mm. yeah no i mean uh one thing that really kind of influenced my thinking of that is emma <laughs> somebody's in trouble um 
But uh, the Emma Goldman's fucking uh, essay on like the minority, the majority that's in the Aaron Kim book, she goes into like how minorities and majorities interact with each other. And he kind of goes into how like the minority may like is good essentially. And then, but as, as it becomes the majority, whatever its message or intent was initially, it becomes watered down and just becomes like this milk toast bastardization of whatever yeah. it was intended to be begin in the beginning, you know? Yeah. I so. feel like that's kind of inevitable though. They like, that's yeah. just kind of the cycle of life and like, yeah, to some extent. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I, but I guess it's about mastering that, you know? So. Yeah. Well, I see that in like in small ways, like like right now, you get the best of Republicans. Where, where I'm at, I'm in the deep blue sea. I'm in the most progressive area in the fucking country. Like me in New York and maybe LA, you know, like and Seattle, San Francisco. There's just a few real garbage shitholes. But the Republicans out here are actually want or at least pretend and talk about wanting fucking freedom, wanting autonomy, wanting freedom of choice, wanting like small government. And when they're in the minority, they're they're exactly what you'd want. Right. And then but if you take that same guy and you're like in deep hick somewhere, you, you know what I mean? Like like in the same thing with the Democrats. I'm sure those fucking same Democrats are going to sound a lot more sane if you're in the deep South. They're just like, well, why can't we just love each other? Why can't we? You know what I mean? But once they have fucking power, they start fucking doing their shitty shit that they always fucking do. I don't know, because like I I like the fucking little ding dong conservatives out here. Like I had a conversation with a sweet lady at the store on the way out here. I was picking up beer. And she, me and her were the only ones without a mask in the whole fucking store. Just, they're, they're same people here still. And she just sat there and talked to me. And we, we had a conversation about how bad Joe Biden sucks. And, you know, this, this is, that, this the is other. a perfect example of the, lo- the, 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 the talking points been going around lately of like, do you want more liberty or do you want more libertarians? Because I think like if you what you described your daily interaction with like people of that, I feel like that's fertile ground for liberty, like whether yeah. or not they're libertarians is kind of beside the point. Like if you took a community of people that was like those type of Republicans, those like, you know, generic salt of the earth, you know, working class, you know, just good conservatives people. and yeah. you fucking sprinkle in an, an elite class of liber- libertarians or anarchists or whatever. I think that would be a beautiful society because all they're going to do is like, yeah, they may not think deeply about these concepts, but they will just kind of follow suit with you who is essentially advocating Liberty. And I'm like, this is like, I guess part of the uh, essentially agorism or the wealth power and influence like idea, or even hoppianism to some extent is like become the elite, improve yourself, insert yourself into these types of societies. And I think that's a good recipe for fucking Liberty, you know? So, yeah, it's fascinating, man. I like, I, I feel like the political realm has already been done, but then I also listen to somebody like uh, Andrew from Popular Liberty talking about that stuff, and I'm like, man, I, I, I actually, I should probably reach out to him. I want to have a conversation with him. Yeah, get him about on. that he's stuff. Great. If you, if you can hold him, let me know. I'll, I'll try to set it up. He's, he's willing to talk to anyone. I, I like Andrew a lot. Cool. So, yeah. So. I mean, it's fascinating because, like, dude, I live in like a weird little red bubble in the deepest, bluest fucking sea out here, like. uh, well, that's the whole thing. It's like these shitty populated fuckholes control the entire state. Like the majority of fucking Oregon are chill. They call themselves Oregonians. They're just a bunch of fucking rednecks with a bunch of guns that just want to fucking smoke weed and just hang out and Speaking drink. Speaking of that, sorry to throw you off. I literally don't know if you saw me look off camera. 
I heard a noise and I had to determine whether it's a fucking a, a, a knock on the door or if that was a gunshot because that's the kind of country I live in. Yeah. So like I, I'm pretty sure it was gunshot. So I'm like, okay, no one's knocking on my door. Because <laughs> if someone's knocking, <laughs> it's my door, all that's good. A, it's a gunshot. It's yeah, fine. It's actually way more peculiar for someone to be walking up, knocking at my door than it is for someone to be shooting guns yeah. nearby. <laughs> Yeah. So I live in this little perfect, like I just moved, I was living in uh, Washington County before, which is like blue shithole, right next to Portland, which is in Multnomah County, even worse blue shithole. And I moved to this little county off to the left up in the north. And uh, I'm still like a half hour from like all the metropolitan areas, but like I'm in a hillbilly, like perfect little like country place. Like I got a nice three bedroom house, a big fucking backyard like for a fraction of what it would have cost in, in the city. And I find, dude, we have a fucking, he calls himself a constitutional sheriff. And he says, we're not going to enforce any fucking vax mandates. We're not going to enforce any fucking mask mandates. Everybody's going to be chill. We listen to the constitution period. And uh, Kate Brown can eat my ass. Yeah. Is what he said. Which for and me, it's like, great, I, you, man. I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I was gonna say, like, for me, like, as an anarchist or whatever, or what I am, I do obviously see inconsistency there. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? Cool. I can work yeah. with that. Like, someone sure. like that, I can be like, hoorah, fucking liberty, bro. Like, let's fucking do it. And like, just like egg them on for shit like that. So, well, dude, I was at the with, fucking. Like, that's a good spot for liberty. You can easily talk these people into yeah. like how this the X thing is for liberty, Y thing is for liberty, like. Like, they actually care about freedom. They're just kind of retarded in that regard. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's a weird fucking thing for me because I've been one of those, like, voluntarists for years that was like, the left and the right are the same thing, and they're both tyrannical and this, that, and the other. And then I'm, I'm like, starting to come to the point where, like, yes, they both, they both fucking suck. But one clearly sucks a lot worse because one wants to tell me how the fuck to live my life. And the other one, like, probably wants me to live morally but aren't going to, you know, I mean, whatever. The left the right sometimes sucks, but like I'm, I was taking a walk down the road and this one guy has a bunch of Trump signs in his yard. And then the next sign, the next fucking neighbor had a bunch of Biden shit. And I just had to realize that I had a preference. I was like, which one would I rather be my fucking neighbor? Which one would I rather live by? Which I you would know? say that can change in 10 years, but I think yeah, well, that's the whole cur- thing. It's current point. Is it, the, this specific, you know, demographic of people seems to be more appealing. And it is like, yeah. I feel like the cultural like pendulum swings back every like 10 years or so. So 10 years from now, the fucking Republicans will be probably insufferable for some fucking things. Yeah, exactly. And the liberals will be cool for another. But at this point in time, like that's like what we have to work with. And this is like the kind of the salt of the earth people that seem to be the ones that you can fucking identify with. And that's not <laughs> even the same as political parties. Like, cause the, uh, you know, they used to have the blue dog Democrats back in the day. Like it's just a, type of people and you know the parties kind of you know wax and wane which ones they go to so go ahead sorry Anthony. yeah i feel like the pendulum's kind of cracking right now i've known more yeah. people who've been red pilled in the last two years they don't know what where to go and they're just kind of wandering around like they've just got out of like jeffrey Dahmer's kitchen or something yeah. and they're just trying to figure this out so i think trying to put them into a place or like or just like trying to build up these ideas build up whatever we can is crucial but, um, yeah, I don't even know whether it's going to really go back to something like this again. Because I feel like there's so many people who are just realigning themselves. And this whole, like, left-right thing doesn't make sense to me or a lot of people right now. It's 
some people it does, but I feel like a lot of people who are really under the cathedral, it's almost like a short bus perspective. Like, it's just like, oh, you're one of those. You're like, yeah, because you know, there's all these different opinions you can have and we can agree and disagree on various things. But if you're it's getting a talking point from CNN, I mean. The left-right dichotomy is almost like this bell curve thing where you have one side where you have the idiots that are like, well, left is this and right is that. And then on the other side, you have these geniuses who are like, well, left is this and right is that. But in the middle, it's like it just—it's a bunch of midwits. But yeah, it is really it depends on how you define it. Like the left-right dichotomy has so many different meanings. Like we were talking about agorism earlier. A lot of people give fucking agorism shit for being lefty, some sort of lefty nonsense. But it's like, yeah, but he would—he had a different. He completely defined the left-right dichotomy entirely differently. Like Konkin defined it as like the difference is like whether how how um, amenable you are to working within the fucking political system is like where he would put you on left or right. So he defined Rothbard as a right libertarian and himself as a left libertarian because he did not advocate using political sy- solutions. But it's different for everybody. There's a, there's the left-right divide of egalitarianism. Uh, there's the left-right divide of order and chaos. There's like there's so many different versions. There's just vague cultural left and right. It's like you really there's have to be like, well, what the fuck are you talking degeneracy about? Degeneracy <laughs> kind of thing too. There's like yeah. tradition versus degeneracy, which is fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I, I get it. There are people that I'll hear talk about it, and I'm like, oh, well, they're defining left and right as this. And sure, by this thought process, yes. So it's like I'm not one of those that it's neither left nor right people. It's like it's really like, well, what do you mean? Like, what, what do you mean when you say left and right? Because everyone says it differently. If you are defining it in some, like, crazy Robert Laws of Order or, or whatever, then, like, sure, okay, I can I can follow along. But it's, like, I, I, do, I do think it's almost, like, borderline pointless unless you're having really deep conversations with people who understand what you're talking about. The left-right divide's borderline fucking useless. I don't even think it really even serves a purpose in, like, normal interaction with normal people. Now, if you're, like, in your, like, no, intellectual it's... bubble, sure. A lot of that stuff is just used to fucking divide us, man. Most of that shit is used to divide us. And then they co-opt the meaning, and then they change it to what they fucking want it to be. That's more elitist fucking government bullshit, like psyopy bullshit. That's where the... you know, the tinfoil hat comes out to me where it's just like, if you can, if you can control your opposition and you can keep them opposed to each other, then they can't work together and they can't fight. And that's that, again, that's where that little bottom unity comes out in me. It's like, if we can find one thing to fight, to build a coalition about, like I'll fucking you use you as an ally for this one specified goal or task. Like I'm actually really fascinated. I'm talking to a, uh, Two weeks, I think. In two weeks, uh, Tony, we're talking to a girl. Uh, she considers herself a progressive, and she's like a leftist, but she's pro-life. And she's creating like this leftist, progressive, pro-life movement. And like, I was like, I never heard of this shit. They're like, they're feminists, and they're saying like, we, we're killing lots of fucking girls. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure there's a million things I disagree with this lady about. But I'm pro-life as fuck, and I want to have this weird conversation with her because, like, I do think that, like, these elitist fucking psychopath reptilian fucks want us to, like, kill our fucking babies. They want blacks and Mexicans. They want poor people and stupid people. They want us to kill our fucking babies for them because they don't want to fucking pay for them or, you know what I mean, They or whatever the fuck there is. They don't want to take care of us. They want us to fucking die. They want us, you know, so I think that's what abortion is about. Why do you think that there's a Planned Parenthood in the fucking hood? All the fucking yeah. time. They're like, I want these blacks to die. They're, they're racist fucks, man. It's incidental eugenics. Like, whether it's intentional or not, it is it's like... It's intentional. A, it's yeah, fucking I mean, intentional. I mean, whether it is or not, I, I think whenever... 
Okay, whenever you're talking about like large systems and intentionality, I feel like there's always going to be people who are like smart and understand the system they're working with. Yeah, they are intentional. There's a lot of dummies that are just going along with it. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's the same thing with anything in government. It's like you have like probably 96% that are like just like, oh, I'm doing a good thing here. And then you have like 3% like these people are retarded and I'm going to use them to my benefit. (laughs) 100%. So, dude, I'm actually really interested in having that fucking conversation with this lady. She used to consider herself a libertarian and she doesn't anymore. So I also want to have that conversation. But yeah, it's just wrong. Oh, I'm running out of I ran out of beer. <laughs> wow. But yeah, no, uh it's definitely fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could send you a beer from here, buddy. Yeah, I Cheers. know. Like, I don't I don't want to stop and go grab another, but what what were we talking about? Sorry, I'm lost. Like I said, I am on a bunch of fucking cold nuts right now. <laughs> I just kinda like the division that we get into each other, the left right oh. bullshit. And it's really yeah. interesting too, because to me it's like how we identify ourselves and like get people to identify with the meaningless fucking word like I'm left or I'm right or whatever. Yeah. And then you can control them because you'll be like, oh, this is what this means. And you can kind of slowly change the meaning over time. Well, can you think of a better fucking tool to divide people than wokeism and like political correctness? Like just because I might say a fucking no, no word, then all of a sudden, like I'm an untouchable and like you can't fucking work with me or talk to me because I'm an actual fucking Nazi. <laughs> I like leaning into the no-no words. Like, uh, like I, we talked before. I don't know if it was in the beginning, like in this episode or before we were started recording. But like, we were joking about like whether you can use the N-word on my channel. Like, I don't care. Like, like I, I mean, I don't want people to use it just to use it. But like, if if like so, like a friend of mine used it and I thought it was funny and someone tried to come after them, I'd be like, no, fuck you. Like that was hilarious. Like, like if anything, like you double down. Like. But I, I know I don't have any qualms with shit like that at all, like offensive stuff. Like, I, I know, as long as it's funny, <laughs> like there's no 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 words. When I find no no things, I'll find a good reason to use it and lean into it, <laughs> so just to piss off people. Well, it's funny too because it's just the taboo it draws people. So if we just had like no talking about tomatoes. You cannot talk about tomatoes. Then you'd get a bunch of comedians talking about or whatever podcasters, whoever, just talking about tomatoes. Why? Because that's the thing we're not supposed to talk about. So, like, wokeism just attracts people to this very same thing. And, mm. it, yeah, it does create division. It creates racism, Nazi. Like, you know, it creates all these things that it supposedly it's against. Yeah. Yawning over there, buddy. Yeah, well. no, I'm fucking – I told you. I'm, I'm sick as shit. But, I mean, this has been fun for sure. Uh, I mean, we could definitely do this some other time, go on a whole bunch yeah. of things. Yeah, this is fun though. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, the uh, the whole left-right thing, it's like – it's just fucking – it's wild. Like, yeah, it's fucking uh, – it is like – yeah, like I was getting at with like the smart people. Like, you know, look at the post-libertarians. And they have their left and right definition, and it makes sense. It actually is very consistent, you know, concept to put it there. But I just feel like when you talk to your normal person, they're just like – they, it really it, it does, like you said, divides. And what really matters is like your really economic class actually matters far more than any left or right. And we get all caught up in this like left and right silliness. And it's like to some extent it's kind of like what's your economic class? Like are you a working class? Are you this? Are you that? And that's not to say there aren't good like people who are elites and stuff, but it's, it's like it's a different class. I mean like to apply agorist class theory, you could say like those that are involved with the government and shit like that. So yeah. – I mean, I, I would be all for agorist class theory. I will say that. Like, if people would, would apply that concept of, like, 
anyone working within the fucking uh the political system like hey you're at fault like you well, are see, part of the system more so libertarians need to use that more libertarians yeah. need to use that class theory because like you have the fucking douchebag libertarians that are defending things like facebook that are defending places like google and youtube and i'm like what the fuck dude they have so yeah. many fucking government contracts and they listen to whatever the fuck the government tells them that's not a private entity man it's just not so fuck them too and i'll giggle if youtube gets their fucking headquarters burned down just as soon as i laugh yeah. when i see a cops a cop shop get burned down i'm like yeah fuck i've been you. saying this for fuck a while it. i've been saying this for a while is too much too many of us are stuck in this like binary concept of public and private and it's like you got to realize it's a sliding scale like amazon's not entirely private but they're not entirely public either so like you could totally make a case for some sort of private aspects to it, but it's obviously to some extent controlled by the government. Like there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They have incentives to do things the government wants them to do. And uh, and the, the, the way of our current state of things is that that applies to damn near every fucking business, but it is a sliding skill. To what extent? Like my little fucking Mexican store down the road, they run by some uh, Mexican. I'm sure they obey some sort of, you know, laws in regards to stuff to, yeah. to comply. And so to some extent they are sort of implicit in like, in actually being part of that system, but they really aren't that much. So I can, in my head, I basically borderline can be like, this is basically private, you know? So, but you know, it is, like I said, it's a sliding scale. So when you see something like Amazon or fucking like Google, and everyone's like, we should defend these companies. It's like Ayn Randian instinct. And it's like, you guys are retarded. Like that is basically a yeah. wing of the fucking state. Like those same people like, though hate Ayn Rand, which I think yeah. is funny. Um, yeah. And I mean, Ayn Rand was fucking right, dude. Here's the thing though: is if you actually listen to Ayn Rand, Ayn Rand would have had a huge problem with Google and fucking YouTube. If you yeah. if you read the fucking read Atlas Shrugged, as soon as those corporations were like working with the government, she was like, "Fuck them." Yeah. Fuck them. They're not they're not private. Like she had some weird fucking vision in her head that there would actually be like true private property and true private corporations that would be doing this for the love of the work. And like, she was an autistic, crazy, like yeah. sex weirdo bitch. Yeah. I still need to read Atlas Shrugged. I've read the Fountain, it's great, Red, which man. is like good. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I never got the. Uh, what I love like? Atlas Shrugged, man. Yeah. It's fantastic. Ayn Rand is a kinky, weird, old, crazy Russian autistic bitch. Yeah, like at the Fountainhead, they have that rape scene in there. So. There's a, there's rape scenes in, the, in Atlas Shrugged too. They're like weird bitch. All of a sudden, she's like, then he takes her, and she didn't yeah. really want it, but then she wanted it. <laughs> she's like, what? He's like, he threw her against the wall and grabbed her crotch and shit. I'm like. They have that Atlas rug as well. Where the fuck? Yeah, I was like, where the fuck is this coming from? It's like out of nowhere. She was like, like, is she required to have like a romanticized rape scene in every book she does? I don't know, dude. I think she was writing and she got horny and was just like flicking bean and just typing. Like she just, I don't even know, dude. That bitch is nuts. I loved it. I was like, am I getting hard now? Ayn Rand's fucking nuts. I just imagine that typewriter sound, you know, <laughs> while she's like coming. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That crazy bitch. Yeah, well, hey, brother, uh, you're fucking exhausted. I have a th- my baby's going to be three days old in a couple hours. I've had like two hours of sleep. 
Let's do this again sometime when we both have had some fucking sleep, and I think we'll have a more interesting conversation. Yeah, no, it's so. been fun. You're you're fucking wild doing that right now. I, I remember when my kids were that age. It's uh, I'm a little bit jealous, but a little bit not at the same time because I miss my kids that small. But at the same time, that's fucking awful. Yeah, uh, you're a he's shell of a human being at this current point in time. Fucking right adorable. <laughs> I'm kissing his little crazy cheeks. He's he's yeah. adorable. But yeah, he's gonna keep me up all fucking night. I'm yes. not going to get any goddamn sleep. Yeah, but. no, it's a frustratingly <laughs> awful when you're at that point. But it is like you do get to see your your little your little fuck trophy, the little thing you made staring up at you. Yep. And you're like, okay, yep. okay, I guess you're worth it. You're pretty fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah. I get to go deal with my wife right now and see how mad she is really <laughs> at me. So yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, All right. Uh, this yeah. was fun, man. Let's do it yeah. again, man. All right, All right. Kill it. Yeah, let's kill it. All right. Like-